0: How's it
1: going, guys? Alex here, and we are back with another fantasy... Oh, no, my bad. We were talking about fantasy football before this You had one job,
0: Alex! You (laughs) had had one one job, job. and you already messed it up!
1: (laughs) Uh, Welcome back to the football show. Uh, This week, I'm introducing the show because my buddy here, Angelo, he's pretty sad about how the Cincinnati Bengals game went. How's it going, Angelo? tell the people how you're feeling
0: there is no joy there is no hope there is no love in the world it's just all pain and fire and brimstone
1: and jake browning
0: and jake browning so has Lovely. anything else come out of that like i i heard last i heard the nfl was investigating the Cincinnati Bengals, for not disclosing Joe Burrow had that wrist injury before he played that game. Which, by the way, I have a whole tirade on that too. But go, is there anything else? Did I miss something? Has, has, has there been more news? Uh,
1: as far as I know, the organization has said that that had nothing to do with the injury that he sustained during the game. It was for a different injury. So they weren't really connected. So they're sort of just saying that, yeah, they do that, the – the the device on the wrist that got hurt, but don't worry, that was nothing to do with this one. He just slung a ball, and uh, his wrist just went kaput. So I I guess that's their defense here.
0: I don't know. I'm just I'm if, just sad. Like I I went through a whole diatribe earlier in the season about Joe Burrow not playing when he's not healthy, and that he has nothing to prove, and that he's more valuable. Out there. Than he is like out there. If he's healthy, than he is. If he is out there and not healthy and risking further injury, and granted, it, it didn't happen with the calf, but it did happen. He wasn't. He wasn't healthy. He tried to play, and then he, he's done for the season. Like, I, I don't. I, I understand football is like this tough man sport, but at the same time, you're the franchise quarterback. Your health is priority number one and will always be priority number one or should be at least to the organization
1: that game was pretty fun to start to be honest you know what's sad?
0: i actually thought we were gonna i thought we had a chance until burrow went down like even though we were down i still felt good about our chances and then burrow went down browning came in and i was like well this is it this is how this is this is how the season ends
1: The Ravens did lose Mark Andrews early in the game as well. And then uh, same guy, I believe it was Logan Wilson, also uh, landed a hit on Lamar and OBJ, who knocked both guys. Uh, I guess it knocked OBJ out, and it just hindered Lamar Jackson for a bit. Uh, I mean, it's legal tackles, so it's kind of hard to blame the guy. It's a football move. I guess they are looking into, not like they are not looking into the play, but they're looking into hits like the one in which he laid on to, um, to Mark Andrews, the the hip thing, in which he he tackled Andrews, and I guess the league will be looking at those tackles to see if if they can somewhat like change that so that don't, those don't happen because I think those lead to injuries quite a bit. So, I I guess that's something the league is going to look into. But, I mean, bright side, Jake Browning didn't look god-awful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what to say. This is just, it's it's a sad day. It's a sad, sad day.
1: Like pr- I'm pretty
0: i sh- I'm pretty sure we're five and five and I I'm I'm confident the season's over. So you know
1: uh, no, I do think you're five and five, yes. But I can check yeah, real quick. Over, yes.
0: I don't I don't care that we're five and five season's over, fam.
1: We're five and five, but five and five and you're last in the division now by a game, I think. Yeah, Angelo. It's not good. It's There's not. always next year, right?
0: That's pretty much what's that that's pretty much what's about to be your motto in fantasy. So now
1: <laughs> I thought this wasn't a fantasy show, was it? Oh.
0: <laughs> I I had to get a dig in. I had to get a dig in.
1: Oh perfect. I had,
0: to, uh, I had to feel good about something.
1: I mean my team also played. I guess you can get a dig on that as well. We lost the most in the most Seattle way possible.
0: Who did you guys even play?
1: Oh, uh, it was the Rams.
0: You lost to the Rams.
1: We scored 16 points in uh I believe it was like two quarters and four minutes. Like we scored three a field goal uh with 8 minutes left in the third quarter, I believe to put us up 16-something, 16-3, or 16-6, six, something like that. So we we had the 16 points scored with eight minutes to go in the third quarter. Uh, we failed to score another point the rest of the game. Lovely. Just the most Seattle thing to do.
0: So, uh, as as a Seattle fan, do you regret not... Like, Granted, I guess this wasn't a great draft class to take a quarterback but do you i mean it it was it was but do you regret not like moving up to take one of the quarterbacks or do you like not addressing it at all in the draft and just rolling with gino do you regret that at all
1: yeah not really because i don't think this is a lot a lot to do with gino i think it's more play calling we have had now three games, if not mistaken uh the the Browns game, the Rams game, and there was another game in between that I can't quite remember now, in which we either lost or got like really close to losing them because we just stopped running the ball uh, which is mind boggling for a team which has an offensive philosophy of trying to be conservative, trying to run the ball as much as possible. And using the run to set up the pass. And as a team who loves doing this since ever since Pete got in got in here, I mean versus the Browns, we completely abandoned the run. I guess it's it's a tough run defense, but still like at least give some carries so to the guys. My to question. See what happens.
0: If your if your scheme and philosophy is establish the run to pass the ball, then why is it that for the longest time, you guys didn't address the offensive line, and you currently have DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and JSN rostered. Like, all three of them.
1: I mean, we also did spend the second-round pick on a backup running back, so kind of goes both ways, I guess. Uh, I... like...
0: But don't that's... you think... Don't you think that maybe, just maybe, if that's your philosophy... It would have been better just to like try and bolster the offensive line inst- instead of having DK Metcalf, JSN, Tyler Lockett, Z- Zach Charbonnet, and Kenneth Walker. I mean, don't you, don't you think that at least? And and even then, if you are if you were gonna select JSN, because didn't you? If I'm not mistaken, you had two first round selections yes. in that draft. I mean, if you're gonna select JSN and roster those three, then wouldn't have, wouldn't it have been in your best interest to then draft a quarterback to maybe start throwing it more to those guys?
1: I don't know. I think we're that's just a lot of blame going into Geno it's not deserved. When I think the, he's the
0: quarterback, he's the yeah. You're telling me Geno Smith needs to be the only quarterback in the NFL who doesn't get praised when the offense is running well and gets criticized when it's not. He's the quarterback!
1: No, I'm saying is- he should get some of the blame. But Shane Waldron should get most of it. Because Shane Waldron is just coaching mind-boggling games. That's our offensive coordinator. And the dude... I don't know, man. Like, the game plans are working to start. And I guess this game was a bit different. Because Kenneth Walker went down early in the first quarter. Yeah. Um, That's and after that... Like I don't wanna say that it was because of Charbonnet, because Charbonnet, although it wasn't anything special, he was fine. Uh like
0: He's your backup it, running back though, Hoberlick. Like,
1: yeah, it's it's most much of the same thing that I said when Charbonnet was out and Kenneth Walker was the only one in. I said that Walker alone Uh, you're not getting the best walker possible because now you're putting him into pass blocking situations more than usually. And you're putting him in in in-between-the-blocks type of situations. That's not really the type of running back that walker is. And you're not really maximizing his his strengths. And now with Charbonnet, something similar because Charbonnet is a good in-between-the-blockers, but he doesn't really have the speed or the burst to break big ones. So it really hinders the run game when you are just a pretty one-dimensional back uh, and you did just like the backup is DJ Dollars, nothing to, to write home about. He's a solid guy in pass protection and a good special team player, but nothing to write home about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So in that sense, I understand. And he started running basically like three yards per carry or something, Charbonnet did. Um, so that's not great. I still think we should have stayed with the run more, especially in the, in the drives in which Gino missed, which I think were two drives. I mean, we just went passes <laughs> with true lock, which made absolutely no sense. I mean, in drives in which we had to burn the clock, uh, the last drive that Drew lock played, we needed to burn the clock. And we go like pass incomplete, pass to JSN for a short gain and then pass incomplete. So like, how's that to blame on Gino, for example? It's, it's just a mind-boggling game plan, to be honest.
0: I guess that's fair. In other news, I watched probably one of the worst games, at least offensively, to watch this week, which was the Browns against the Steelers. So how much of this game did you see?
1: Um, <laughs> whenever it got onto red zone.
0: Okay, so you only saw like four plays, got it? Um, Probably. <laughs> so, at the start, the Browns, like it was really obvious Kevin Stefanski didn't trust fully, uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, and he did. There was a bunch of like screens and like have you have you ever played Madden? Yes. Do you know the play where everyone is in a curl route, basically? Yes. I saw that ran multiple times. Exactly the exactly the same as the play art in Madden. <laughs> like, I,
1: I guess the dude plays Madden a lot, so Stefanski just went with, you know what you run in Madden? Just do that every single play here.
0: But, like, it was really obvious he didn't trust him to, like, throw it deep so they scored on the first drive doing that after halftime and they kicked a field goal later in the in the first half after halftime the Steelers basically dropped like five six people down low and just dared them to throw it deep and they didn't do that until the fourth they didn't like have a throw that was past 10 yards until like the fourth quarter it felt like and like. <laughs> My- And I was just watching this. That's why, like, when I said there's no way the Browns win this game. Because, like, they weren't throwing it. Like, Joey – honestly, Joey Porter Jr., I was watching him for the Steelers. He didn't bother taking his hands off the wide receiver that he was guarding. That's how short the routes were. (laughs) Like, it it was just terrible. It was better than – against the Ravens I can't say it, w- it was worse it was better than against the Ravens but it's really obvious that Stefanski didn't trust him and they're just going to rely on this defense and I was actually having a discussion with a Browns fan actually this was really funny um when I went into work today I have my coworkers are Browns fans so um the first thing he he looked at me real sad and he said hey man sorry about Burrow and I was like, yeah. And I did the Alex sigh. That sigh you do every time you lose a week <laughs> in fantasy. I finally understand the amount of despair that goes in to do that sigh. And <sighs> I, I sighed and I was like, yeah, sorry about Deshaun. And he was like, you know what? Honestly, I think we still have a shot even without Deshaun. And I was like, oh, you poor, sweet, innocent summer child.
1: Apparently <laughs> he, he was right, though. <laughs> <laughs> One game in, and they won.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: because on the opposite end, you had Kenny Pickett, and I want to hit you. I want to hit you dude. with a a random stat so that bad. I saw today.
0: He looks so bad. Like like they they like panned in on um, Deontay Johnson in the fourth quarter, and he looked like a man that was like aging before my eyes. But go on.
1: Yeah. So since October first, so that's what almost two months, two months now, if not mistaken. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like five weeks.
1: Um, Kenny Pickett has the same amount of touchdown passes as Anthony Richardson. (laughs) <laughs> uh so yeah that's just going perfectly huh
0: It's so bad dude like you know the Steelers the Steelers are going to draft a quarterback right Like they have to right
1: I guess I guess it also doesn't matter if they keep the offensive coordinator but It's definitely not just on Matt Canada right now. I'd say that much.
0: Jalen Warren looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah.
1: Just lovely. 46% (laughs) of their total yardage, offensive yardage, came from Jalen Warren.
0: I, I kid you not, in like the second half, after Warren broke that 70 yard touchdown, they didn't even bother putting Najee Harris out except for one or two plays. It was just like Warren, 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 Warren. I was like, Yep, this is this is bad.
1: I mean, we didn't talk about it in last week's show, but uh, because I didn't see this until after we recorded. But apparently prior to the last week's game versus who did they face last week? Uh the Packers, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay so prior to the Packers game like on Saturday or something uh Naji uh Najee, no, um Warren uh said that Mike Tomlin called him on Saturday and said that he was going to be the starter for the game <laughs> So well, uh, I guess
0: he's they're starting running back right now He's just, he's earned it he's he's yeah. really earned it like lovely
1: Good for him.
0: Pat Fryer is coming back. That might help.
1: Ah, uh, he did come back, didn't? Yeah, he had one catch. He
0: played in that game.
1: Yeah, he had one catch.
0: Never mind. Scratch what I just said. I didn't <laughs> like. I didn't even realize Pat Fryer was in that game. That's oh god.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so that's just that's great, huh? <laughs> Don't you think? You know who had like. Fifty? Oh uh, no, my bad. Um, you know what? Twenty nine percent of the the team's target share for the for the the Steelers this week. Uh, take a wild guess.
0: Calvin Austin.
1: No, Deontay Johnston. You know how many yards he got?
0: Like thirty. Sixteen. Oh god.
1: And finally, just to close out this mess of the game, Tommy DeVito has more two uh, as more multiple touchdown games than Kenny Pickett. Lovely in his career.
0: Just lovely.
1: The absolute worst quarterback in the league. Until this week, I guess. Who was an undrafted free agent. Who looks like the long-lost child of Danny DeVito. Is a better QB than Kenny Pickett? Question mark?
0: This is bad. <laughs> Kenny Pickett, listen, to be fair, Tommy DeVito looked really good and Kenny Pickett looked really bad. This week.
1: I guess it's not hard to look good versus the the Commanders. Heck, Justin Fields <laughs> looks good versus the commanders.
0: So, like, have you given up on the commanders? Are they not your second son anymore?
1: Um, not really. Uh, it's hard because uh, the defense is a huge mess. Like, you allow 31 points to the Tommy DeVito at... New York Giants like that's mind-boggling <laughs> and like the offense just wasn't I guess the the score is sort of deceptive because they had a pick six there in the end in a two-minute drill when the Semal was trying to make something happen so this game was what this game was 24-19 so Howell had a chance there to win it for them I, uh, unlike the the Seahawks game, he just couldn't muster that last drive, and it ended in an interception while he was fading away, trying to get the ball out, as someone said in our league chat, a very Zach Wilson play, just trying to get it away, (laughs) and just intercepted so i I don't think I've lost hope, I still think I mean they have the same issues they had at the start of the season, in which I said during the off season, which was the offense I think will look great or or at least will look competent. Mm-hmm. The defense is just terrible, so i mean uh, there's a, there's a He's new coaching staff gone. coming in so and Montez sweat as well, oh yeah, that's true. the rookie cornerback is a disgrace so perfect (laughs) yeah uh, uh, there have been reports in which they are reportedly considering Bill Belichick for the position if he does become available
0: They would have to give up, like, a first-round pick plus, probably. You think they're really willing to give up a first-round pick to try and fix the commander's defense? I think
1: Bill Belichick will get fired, dude, so... You
0: think he'll get fired?
1: Sure. Yeah, I think he gets fired. There's no way he turns that team around into anything. Oh, no, it's...
0: It's terrible. Honestly... I think it was in a terrible situation post-Brady and they kind of tried to make shifted it with like money with like mid-level players and they just need I think they just need to blow it up and they didn't want to quite honestly that's
1: that's probably it I mean Eagle probably played a factor I'm pretty sure that Bill Belichick would want to prove that he can win a Super Bowl without Brady but, I mean, with the
0: roster with a similar roster Brady had, but that
1: yeah, and I guess he can't.
0: I don't think. I think if he would have been able to rebuild from the ground up, he would have had a better chance. But trying to like, no, not with a similar roster. If he had right. done
1: the the Pete Carroll way, he probably has better chances. Yeah.
0: The Pete Carroll way.
1: I mean, that's sort of what Pete did to be honest. It started with Russ, uh, like the last year with Russ. It was tending towards more of a retail year. Um No, uh, uh my bad. It was the year prior to Russ's last year. That's it. That's the one that was a debacle and shouldn't be because we traded the pick. But the year prior, it was sort of a retail year. And I mean, we got a lot of new faces in the building. And Pete's it's a coach that can coach better when it's younger players. Players who buy into the locker room like atmosphere that he has, then buy into the culture. That's what he did with the right. Legion of Boom back then. And that's what he's right. trying to do here with uh, the young guys that we have, with Woolen, with Poemafe, with Witherspoon, all of those young guys, with Trey Brown. And that's what Bill should have done as well. Just, like, when we lost Russ, we stayed competitive because we found Gino. But I'm pretty sure that... The,
0: we found the, Gino. That's the first time anyone's ever said that.
1: I mean, we did. You wrote us back. He didn't write you haters back.
0: <laughs>
1: that's still the, the hardest line ever in a post game, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, that's what Bill should have done, and he didn't. He just went on a rampage in which his side names like... To massive deals, by the way. Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith, uh, Matthew Judon, but I guess that's one that one is worth it.
0: I was about to say, but to be fair to people like Bourne was looking really good before he tore his ACL. Hunter Henry has looked good for them. I just think they're not worth the money that he gave them. But they aren't bad players. I think they were good players that he acquired. They're just they're not they weren't gonna turn it's, the team around. They're
1: overpaid. They, they are, are overpaid players. Are 100%. Yeah, 100. percent That's the point. Like they spent quite a bit of money, but he didn't spend the money the right way. Yeah. Uh but yeah, uh the commanders, which Rivera I think people are just sort of done. I mean, it's a great story for all he endured in his personal life and all of that. I think the fans are just about done. And, I mean, it was predictable that unless I can't, unless they listen, just... Maybe oh, I'm in bad. the
0: minority, but I've never been a fan of a Ron Rivera coach team. That's just me, personally.
1: But you don't like those sorts of teams. Those greedy teams like the Titans, like the nope. Falcons, for example. Nope. You're just never a fan of those. So it tracks. But, I mean, people usually... Just geared towards Rivera because of his of his personal struggles, um, and it, it's a nice story. But I think fans are just about personal to
0: struggles. And, Listen, I get everyone likes a, a good story, but this is America. You need to win, and I haven't seen Ron. I haven't seen a Ron Rivera team I've been scared of. I'm sorry.
1: I mean, the Panthers team was pretty good.
0: The what? <laughs>
1: That's almost 10 years ago, but...
0: He had one Cam Newton MVP year.
1: And that team looked good. That was the best offense in the league.
0: I I don't... Maybe I'm going to get chastised for this, but honestly, I don't even think that team was that good. I think Cam, for the most part, carried a weak offensive roster. If I'm not mistaken, Steve Smith was still playing... And I think that was their best wide receiver.
1: Uh, I think it was... Wasn't it the Calvin Benjamin year still?
0: It might have been Steve Smith and Calvin Benjamin.
1: I know Curtis Samuel was also around.
0: But, I don't know, I was, I was just... Maybe I'm being a yeah. hater, but...
1: You are, you are an hater. Come on now. That team... I mean, it might not have been the best team in the league, and it wasn't in the end, because they lost in terms of roster construction, but they played the best football, so... Uh, It was the... 2000 and what? Trying to find the... the standings.
0: 2015-16 sounds about right.
1: Uh, I'm... Yeah, um it's fifteen, two thousand fifteen season. I was trying to look up the roster. And like it was showing me on Wikipedia, it was showing me the the Super Bowl matchup, but it's out of last year. So I was going back and then it's like, oh, they were six and ten the the year after. Lovely. Okay, so the twenty fifteen uh Carolina Panthers counted with Cam Newton. They had Jonathan Stewart back in his prime. They had Devin Funches, they had Ted Ginn Jr., they had Greg Olson, but yeah, the defense was pretty good as well with Mario Addison, with Starla Tulule, with Cohen Short, they still had Kiekley Thomas Davis, Shaq Thomas. I mean, they had a few good players, but yeah, it's definitely a subpar roster that Cam just played his mind out of.
0: That's all I'm saying. That's all
1: I'm saying. Yeah, you're you're right there. But, I mean, that's still the coach that led them there.
0: I guess. But yeah,
1: I, I guess the coaching change was always in the book because it's the new ownership. And unless they just completely went off, I don't think they had much of a chance to stay for a while. But in your opinion, the Samo... Uh, Prove enough to the point in which They don't draft a QB Probably Yeah I think so, so. I, don't th-
0: I don't think they'll be in a position To draft a QB honestly uh, I think they're going to win the- I think they're going to win enough games to
1: I don't know their schedule Is kind of tough I think
0: That's fair And uh, the th- defense is Terrible so
1: defense
0: is... <laughs> so, so maybe <laughs> they will <laughs>
1: It's god awful. Uh, I mean, right now uh, they are outside of the top ten still. Here
0: is the problem, though. If you are Sam Howell, you they bring it. Okay, so you say Ron Rivera is going to get fired. They're going to bring a new coach, right? Yes. Sam Howell isn't going to be that coach's guy. So, if they are in a position to draft a quarterback, maybe they do.
1: Um, I would say though, what if it's the enemy? Because the enemy has sort of made this offense pretty good. What if it's the enemy that gets the gig?
0: Oh, then yeah, Sam Howell's good. He's golden.
1: Yeah, because apparently, like, not even Ron Rivera knew that Sam Howell was good. <laughs> That's not one...
0: even
1: that one of his. You... That was one of his quotes during the off season. Was something like, "Heck, if I knew he was this good last year, I would have played him." So it's kind of like, okay, see didn't See, you statements ever
0: like <laughs> statements like that just justifies my statement I'm, I'm just I'm just saying that's I'm like the saying.
1: second best Ron Rivera statement the first one is last year when they got eliminated from the playoffs a reporter mentioned that and he was like oh we got eliminated here <laughs> it was pretty mind-boggling that the dude didn't know <laughs> the playoffs implications that that game had <laughs> Uh, But yeah, nothing much to say there. Uh, Losing to Tommy DeVito is bad enough. But I did want to talk about the Bears game.
0: Oh, boy.
1: Oh, boy. Justin Fields came back.
0: Listen, he he had a good half.
1: He played a nice little running back game, to be honest.
0: Running back game, this guy. Look at
1: that 18 carries, 104 yards. Look at that, huh? Little Mr. Running Back taking that ball and doing whatever, I guess. He had uh, like 169 yards passing. I believe DJ Moore had 96 of those. And he had like two big catches in there. There was one throw which was really good from Justin Fields so I have to give him the props, which was the touchdown throw. That one was pretty good. Um... But how much did you see of this game?
0: Not much.
1: Okay. So, Give
0: me the rundown.
1: Okay, so fairly straightforward. Jared Goff threw three interceptions.
0: Yes, I saw that. Were they bad interceptions or were they like interceptions where um, they had wide receivers' hands and the, and the Bears caught them?
1: No, it was interceptions in which uh, he must have been blind because he didn't see the defender standing right there next to the ah. wide receiver he was trying to get. Oh, so oh Just terrible picks, especially versus the Bears. That's even worse. Um, but yeah, with three minutes uh, three minutes and six seconds left, the game was 26-14 to the Bears.
0: Uh-huh.
1: The Bears end up losing... 26 to 31.
0: Wait. So the Lions scored how many points in three minutes?
1: (laughs) The Lions (laughs) effectively scored 17 points in three minutes.
0: Pretty rough. How'd they accomplish it? (laughs) Well,
1: they got a touchdown. Then they forced a three and outs. Then they got a touchdown and uh, uh, Justin Fields was just trying to make something happen there in the end, and in Justin Fields' yeah, way, that. Aiden Hutchinson ran into him, forced a fumble, and it went for a safety.
0: Pretty rough. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that defense is it's great, dude. Awesome. Pretty awesome.
0: Pretty rough. Good old Bears, man. Um, I can't Are the Bears really another team who just probably needs to blow it up because that roster is so tragic? I
1: you mean, know, how, how are you even going to blow it up? I mean, they just traded, what, a second round pick for Monte Sweat and give him that huge deal. Plus, they signed Edmonds and TJ Edwards to big deals as well during the offseason. They, they have DJ Moore as well on their contract. Big contract. I really can't see them just blowing it up. I think it's pretty obvious at this point that they need to draft a QB, not a running back. On the bright side, they have the running back of the future on the roster. So that's nice. This guy. Oh, yeah. Another.
0: You know what? what? Let's let's transition. Let's, Let's have a good transition. The Bills versus the Jets.
1: Yeah, that was a game.
0: That was a game. So, what happened? What happened, Alex? What happened to good old Zach Wilson?
1: He stinks.
0: (laughs) Zach Wilson stinks?
1: (laughs) I mean, uh, I sort of threw down the, the white flag prior to the KC game. I was like, I'm done. The guy is... Just <laughs> awful Then the KC game gave me some hope Gave me some opium <laughs> And yeah The opium oh ran oh <laughs> The opium <laughs> Ran like a few weeks And now I'm completely ran out of opium And it's just over again It's terrible oh no! Great kid I guess Probably has Plenty of wealth to fall into Not a good QB I will say, though, Tim Boyle won't do anything different. And I think the problem lies uh, on the offensive coordinator right now.
0: I think the offensive line is pretty bad, too, Alex.
1: Yeah, it's pretty awful. I think they have had 8 or 10 different combinations. Yeah, they've had 8 or 10 different combinations of of all linemen there so far.
0: It's so bad. Dude, it's just it's so that's
1: terrible. There's nothing you can do there. That's, I'm not even sure if Aaron Rodgers would look any better. Like he would look better, yep. of course. It uh, would look better, of course. I just don't think he would look elite. I think it would. It would still be a terrible offense.
0: In so my imagine. So Aaron Rodgers is rumored to be coming back. Like you said, week sixteen.
1: Yes, that's what he said.
0: So how bad do you think it would be if he came back, the offensive line was terrible, still, again, and he gets injured the first game again?
1: Uh Let me tell you what will happen, because I'm pretty sure this is it now, uh now that he has moved the goalpost further. <laughs> Um, go I, yeah, I am pretty sure it's just playing the card of I'm trying to get back. I'm trying to get back. I'm almost healthy. And then by week 16, when the Jets could be by then mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, he will come in and say, look, guys, I'm healthy. Doesn't matter now. The team is out of the playoffs. But I did manage to get back in. I'm awesome. I took like the least amount of time coming back from this From this Achilles injury, I can play, but I won't because there's no point. And season over. Just trust me on this one. That's what will happen. We will not see Aaron Rodgers on the field.
0: So here's the problem with what you just said about the, um, (laughs) the, the, the Jets being mathematically eliminated week 16. So who are the teams that would take their spot? The Bengals, they just lost Joe Burrow. The Browns, maybe. The Steelers, with the way Kenny Pickett is looking, I think the Jets actually might keep up with them. So, there's three wild card spots. What three teams do you have that will mathematically eliminate the Jets by week 16? Please, enlighten me, Alex. The Browns I mean, and who else?
1: As of the right Browns now. As of right now, they are four and six, the Jets are. They um, are behind at least two and a half games, if not mistaken. Because right now the seventh seed is the Pittsburgh Steelers. The sixth yeah. seed is the Houston Texans. The fifth seed is the Cleveland Browns. And then you have the division leaders.
0: You have to say it's the Texans, the Browns, and the Bills. That's what you have to say. Yeah. Basically.
1: Idea. And I mean, the Colts are also ahead of the Jets. So is Stop Denver. It. Denver is on a five on a four-game winning streak, by the way. Uh, so yeah, Denver is ahead of them.
0: Are you back on board with Denver?
1: I miss? sort of was never on board with Denver, but they're playing better. Yeah, Las Vegas is is ahead of the Jets.
0: Oh. that's unbelievable. That's just mean, unbelievable.
1: Yeah, the, the Raiders are five <laughs> and six. The Jets are four and six. Oh
0: man! And maybe you're right then.
1: Yeah,
0: maybe you're I right.
1: mean the Jets' next games are uh, Dolphins on a short week. They play on Friday, the Black Friday game. Um, then you have Jets. Where? where's the Jets? Oh, the Jets face the Falcons. Uh, then it's Jets, where where Jets Texans. Then back at the Bill, uh, back at the Dolphins. Then they face Week 16 when reportedly Aaron Rodgers can come back. They go where they face uh, Washington. Then they face the Browns, and then they face to end the year the Patriots. So they lose to the Patriots because it's the Jets. They always lose to the Patriots. Uh, Then they lose to the Browns because Tim Boyle won't be able to move the ball versus the Browns. Uh, I guess by then Aaron Rodgers might return. But yeah, out of the next, what, four weeks and then Aaron can come back. I don't think they win a game. And they can technically only lose one.
0: Maybe you're right.
1: Oh, lovely. Maybe they win versus the Falcons or something, but I don't see the three games that they win to make it possible for Heron Rodgers coming back to come back. So yeah, it's terrible. The bills sort of still don't look good, but they look slightly better and I guess they're. it's just like they're playing with house money because they know that the other offense can do anything so they are just sort of doing their thing, no pressure I still don't think that's fixed and there is one more game that I want to talk about, I'm not sure how many more do you want to talk about
0: I'm going to see if there's any games that come off, but go ahead
1: Uh, Yeah, I see two that are interesting. There
0: is at least one. There is at least one. Go on. Yeah,
1: I want to talk about uh, the Chargers. Oh, no. Yeah.
0: Okay, let's talk about the Chargers.
1: So, are the Chargers, like, the best worst team ever?
0: The Chargers have always been the best worst team ever.
1: Perfect. Yeah, I mean... That was just a disaster. It's Another so disaster.
0: It's so it's so sad to watch. Joey Bosa went down, by the way, if I'm not mistaken. In that yeah,
1: he did. It did. Like, don't think it really would have mattered, but
0: I just don't get how. You remember that game where Khalil Mack had like seven sacks or something crazy like that? I think it was like week one.
1: Uh, yeah, I remember that. I think it I... was like five or something. Yeah.
0: yeah. I don't get how you have Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, Derwin James and you have a bad defense. Like how 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 does that happen, Alex? Well, that that would be like that would be like the San Francisco 49ers giving up a bunch of points every week
1: because your coaching staff is terrible.
0: So you just want the the whole thing?
1: Oh, they should fire everyone. I mean, they should have been fired after the collapse. That happened a few weeks ago or last week or something like that. That, that I thought you you were
0: about to say against the (laughs) Jags.
1: I mean, that's the the first, the first offense that they should have been fired for. They didn't. They kept the coaching staff, and now this year, I mean, I have seen at least three situations in which they've been, they should have been fired. Now again, they should have been fired. They aren't. Staley is getting feisty with the media. Still, uh, the reporters are just constantly asking him if he's gonna keep calling plays for the defense, and he's gonna, he's getting pretty pissed off about it, saying that yeah, uh, he's going to keep calling plays for the defense, and that the reporter had already mentioned that, uh, that he should stop doing that. And I'm just sitting here wondering why he should stop doing that, because it's not like your defense is showing anything. Um, so I think it's a pretty valid question, but I'm sorry, Mr. Brandon Staley. And... Yeah, I mean, just a complete collapse. Just, it's probably on Herbert. Like, I he should have been telling his his defense what to do. There was a play in there, the, the Romeo Dobbs touchdown, in which Michael <laughs> Davis just just completely forgot what he was doing. Like, the play design was pretty clear that he should go with Dobbs and just take the zone most to the um, to the top left. And the dude just has a mental breakdown as the snap goes and he just falls down, which immediately mentions, um, which imme- immediately means that Romy Dobbs will be free in the end zone. So Herbert should have gone in and just intercepted that, of course. Then uh, Herbert should just be throwing the balls and catching them on <laughs> themselves because Quentin Johnson <laughs> clearly can't catch the football. And the thing with Quinton Johnston isn't even that he he can't catch the football because he can't, but now he's rubbing it in on the other guys. And now apparently Keenan Allen, I've never seen Keenan Allen drop balls, much less a touchdown. And now he's dropping balls and touchdowns that hit him straight in the ends. But I guess it's the sun. So Justin Herbert should probably block out the sun now. And uh Austin Eckler oh. is forgetting is forgetting the ball when he's starting to run and he's dropping the ball to the ground and he's dropping balls that are being thrown to him because Quentin Johnston is on the team and it's like a plague. So yeah, I guess Justin Herbert should just take Quentin Johnston down back to the to the yard and put him down like the Holy Eller. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Rant over, man.
0: Gotcha. You got to throw your shade at Quentin Johnston, man. Congratulations.
1: Yeah. I I did see. I say... feel bad for
0: like like Mike Williams is down. Jalen like who is who is Justin Herbert even throwing to right now other than Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen?
1: He's trying to throw to Quentin Johnston.
0: He's trying to throw to Quentin Johnston.
1: And it's not looking great. <laughs>
0: Right. You know, at least he's getting his opportunity. You know, who knows? Maybe, maybe Quinn Johnson will turn it around. You know, maybe. Sure. Sure. <laughs>
1: he has about as much of a chance as his as his college alma mater fella, um, Jalen Rager. Jalen
0: Rager. Yeah. You know, someone told me he already looks Rager bad. That that hurt. I'm not gonna lie, that one hurt.
1: That is probably true though. On the other end though, Jordan Love with I believe it's the first uh Packers QB to have a three hundred plus yard game since twenty twenty one, if not mistaken.
0: You're telling me Aaron Rodgers didn't have a whole 300-yard game his last game.
1: His last season with the Packers. I don't think he did. Yeah. Pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, I did want to point out, uh, so the Packers' top three wide receivers right now are Jaden Reed, Davies Wicks, Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson. Those are the top four. Here are Jordan Love's passer rating when targeting those guys. Jaden Reed, 116.9. Dontavian Wicks, 107.6. Romeo Dobbs, 97.2. Respectable. Christian Watson, 45.5.
0: Pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty rough.
1: <laughs> Christian Watson looks rough. He did not get the touchdown this game, but Christian Watson looks rough. Jaden Reed looks like the best wide receiver in that group right now. You're not wrong. And Dontavian Wick, Dontavian looks like the second best. And yeah, any other game you want to talk about? You I think you were mentioning another game. Yes. Which was? <sighs>
0: So, how about them Jaguars? Yeah. Yeah? Just yeah?
1: Your mailman didn't do it, I guess. Yeah. How about your mailman?
0: It's a pretty rough game for good old Will Levis. (laughs) You know, I was watching Colin Cowherd a few days ago, and he said something like Will Levis is, is the guy
1: for the Titans. Does the CFL have anything called the Titans?
0: <laughs> this guy. <laughs> so I'm he serious. Must, maybe, he must, maybe they do. I just he, don't must know. Really, he must really like Will Levis. So.
1: Yeah. Colin Coward liking QBs. Didn't he like Sam, da- Sam, da- uh, Sam Darnold quite a bit?
0: Oh, he loves Sam Darnold.
1: Oh, that's... Well I shouldn't really talk that much because I also like time Darnold, no, but yeah. <laughs> um this guy. Uh but yeah, I I didn't watch a whole lot of that game because that game was really weird. Um I think like there was some crazy stat there, which I saw today on Twitter. Um but did you see any part of the game?
0: No, I didn't watch the, the Titans get dominated by the check.
1: Yeah, so I found it here. So Tennessee lost by 20 points, right? 34 yeah. to 14. Those yep. 14 points all came very late in the game. Yeah. Will Levis, Will Levis mm-hmm. had four incompletions in the whole game. Two sacks. Four
0: incompletions? And, yes. That's and,
1: it? Yes. And ranked second on the day in passer rating... And um, NEA, which I think it's what any yard per attempt or something like that. So, every single yard that he had, um, wrecked, wrecked second in the day in all of those categories, and they lost <laughs> by 20.
0: So, you're saying Will Levis didn't even have a bad game?
1: I mean sort of, like the dude had 158 passing yards.
0: Fair.
1: <laughs> like, when you put it like that, I mean, he had 4 incompletions, right? Yeah. That's 24% of the passes that he threw. Whew. <laughs> so, yeah. He had like 17 int- attempts. So,
0: that's I cool mean, they, ju- they just got today.
1: dominated. Yeah. Like, run game didn't work.
0: I mean, you would, think, you would think they would have more pass attempts if they got dominated, though.
1: They just sort of, I believe, a few were called back uh, on penalties. And, like, they tried to keep the run game going. I mean, they had 17 attempts passing. They had, what, 19 carries for their players. So they just, I guess they just. Kept on trying to get the run game going this and it didn't why, really work.
0: This is, this is why I hate these boring offenses, man. Like, yeah, can you at least give the quarterback a chance to do something.
1: Hopkins did fine,
0: yeah. no. if I'm not mistaken, Hopkins had the touchdown pass,
1: yeah, he had 59 yards, four catches, a touchdown. Um. Out of those 59 yards, 43 came out of the touchdown.
0: Well, here we go. <laughs> Breaking news. There is an outside chance he could get back at at some point in time. There is some optimism from John Harbaugh and tight end Mark Andrews playing again this year with his ankle injury.
1: That sounds a lot like a guy who might play the last game of the season, if anything. But I I, I I just pray that's not the case for my fantasy team.
0: Okay.
1: Uh the sooner he gets back, the better. Yeah. And finally, so, uh you had so, anything else to add?
0: Uh we didn't talk about this in the Jets game, but Zach Wilson got benched for Tom, <laughs> Tim, Tim Boyle. Tim,
1: Tim Boyle, yeah.
0: Tim Boyle. Um, He has announced the starter for the next Jets game.
1: Lovely. (laughs) I I don't think that's really any sort of a difference. That's just... (laughs) The offense will be just as bad.
0: The offense will be just as
1: bad. Over and under on the amount of picks that Jalen Ramsey gets this week.
0: Oh, they play the freaking Dolphins.
1: On a short week, nonetheless, they play on Friday.
0: They're about to get, they're about, yeah,
1: to get <laughs> they are gonna get destroyed. This... <laughs> First ever Black Friday game.
0: That's a cool tradition,
1: yeah. And we get Team Boyle
0: Boyle versus <laughs> Tua. Also, apparently, yeah. speaking of Miami, Devon A chain. Um, actually re-aggravated his knee issue, so he's day-to-day right now. But obviously, what's that?
1: No, no, go on.
0: But obviously, that's not a good sign if Devon H. Henry re-aggravated his knee. That means that's probably a sign that he he might not be playing next
1: week. I believe the exact quote today coming from McDaniels was something like, I can actually get the right quote.
0: Okay. Because, oh, okay. uh, no.
1: Uh, wait, is it McDaniels? <laughs> um, where's the quote here? I saw it right before we went on live. And then, and, 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 where is it? But it was something along the lines of, uh, I can't confirm if he's going to be active. I can also not confirm <laughs> that he won't be active. <laughs> yeah, here it is. Um, Dolphins running back, Devon. This is via Adam Schefter. Uh, Dolphins running back, Devon Aishan, Aishan, uh who re-injured the same knee Sunday that Landon on injured reserve for four games, still is gathering information on his injury, but Mike McDaniel uh, implied that it wasn't serious. Asked if A-Chain could play Friday versus the Jets. McDaniel said, there's a chance that he will, and he won't. I definitely would not rule him out, but I would also definitely not rule him in either. So, <laughs> much of nothing.
0: Much of nothing, indeed. <clears throat> oh, yeah.
1: Finally... Last game here. Um, CJ Stroud had his first mistake riddle game.
0: And they still won.
1: And they still won. Uh, most of his mistakes came after a big hit that he took that knocked them out for like a play. Then he came mm-hmm. back. I'm not sure if like the impact of the hit affected him somewhat. Probably that's, that's the situation here. But yeah, he did have three interceptions. He was sacked three times. Not his best game so far. Uh, But he had a few nice little touchdown throws. Uh, The one to Tank Dell was pretty impressive. I would not have think that Tank Dell would be this type of player when he was drafted. But here we are. Tank Dell is apparently him.
0: Is Tank Dell him or is CJ Stroud... Maybe I'm hyping C.J. Stroud up too much. But is C.J. Stroud a quarterback that can just take any wide receiver and make him fantasy viable or a viable wide receiver in the NFL?
1: I guess it can be a mix of both. I think Dangdell has definitely shown me uh, that he is, he is better, he's a better player than I thought he was coming out of college. And, I mean, he's making plays, he's showing his speed, he's showing good routes on some of, like, the route combinations that he's is having. He's not, like, the most versatile run, route runner. Uh, but the ones that he does route, he runs them pretty good. Uh, the ones that he does run, he runs them pretty good. That's, so, yeah, I think it's a mix. Like, Stroud is playing pretty good and elevating the players around him. Tank Dell is having a war there as well. There's no slouch.
0: Oh. All right. Ready for the power rankings?
1: Ready. So Let's I guess I can it. start this week because you started the week prior. Sure. Um. So for me, number 10. That's the jacks um, ah! Like, we were talking about this prior to start recording. Um, I didn't want to have a 10, a 10 team in. Like, I just wanted a 19 power ranking. Because I think the Jags are massive frauds. But, yeah, I can't put anyone else in. Because all of the other teams lost. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks, the Minnesota Vikings, for example. I don't know. A Buffalo won. Uh, so, they are in here. Cincinnati lost their QB. Really can't do much here. Houston barely won. Houston is probably the team that I will have in like in the bubble. Uh, but they are still behind Jacksonville. So, yeah. Jacksonville is 10 for me this week. Uh, they won't be here long, if I would guess.
0: <laughs> oh, this guy.
1: Okay, so 9 is Cleveland for me. Eight is Buffalo. At seven, I have the Dallas Cowboys. Six, I have the Miami Dolphins. Five, the Baltimore Ravens. The Detroit Lions coming at four. At three, I have the San Francisco 49ers. Two is the Philadelphia Eagles. And the one is the KC Chiefs will win tonight.
0: That's a good one. Our lists are actually really similar, kind of. So, right, I, my list actually didn't change that much now that I look at it. For I me, number think,
1: 10. I don't think mine did either. From like Miami up, I think it's the exact same.
0: So, number 10, I have the Houston Texans.
1: Oh, spicy.
0: Number nine, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> That's probably well deserved. <laughs> um, eight, I have the Lions. Seven, I have the Cowboys. Six, I have the Dolphins. Five, I have the Ravens. Four, I still have the Browns. I probably, I don't. <laughs> Rating the Browns – so I actually had this discussion. Rating the Browns is so hard to me because I think that defense – so think about this for a second. The Browns make the playoffs. They're at seven wins. I think they can get to whatever metric or bar it is need to get into the playoffs. How many teams do you think they're just not going to be able to compete against?
1: Um right now if the season ended today they would be facing the dolphins and i think they get
0: i don't done i think I, I i think they have a chance against the dolphins i don't i think it takes like a patrick Mah- mahomes level quarterback to for me to write off the browns completely and that's kind of what that's kind of the problem joe burrows now out Josh Allen, even though they the Bills, the Bills did win, currently are not in the playoffs. If I'm not mistaken,
1: uh, the there Bills is are it? not in the playoffs yet. Right now,
0: right now. Hope maybe they get. Hopefully they get it. But against the Dolphins, they have a chance. Against the Ravens, they have a chance. Against the Jags, they have a ch- like. I don't know.
1: I think I, I can't I'd, trust a team that is going to be starting either DTR or Joe Flacco come playoff time. I'm sorry. I just can't.
0: That's fair. That I don't think I don't think they're going to be Super Bowl a uh, Super Bowl team, but I think they have a chance to make it to the second or third round with the defense depending on who they match up against.
1: I like... will die on the sword that they cannot win a playoff game with one of those QB's. I'm you sorry. don't
0: think they can win a single playoff game?
1: They cannot.
0: Have you watched some of these AFC teams?
1: They are certainly the Char- much better than the NFC teams.
0: The Chargers were in the play- The Jaguars were the AFC were in the divisional round last year. Yes.
1: All of them have better QBs. Than DTR or Joe Flacco.
0: You really trust in the Jacksonville Jaguars to march on the Browns' defense?
1: Um, I'm trusting them for that game to end six uh, zero, and they probably win.
0: <laughs> six zero game. We'll see. I I think I think there is a chance if the Browns can get. Like, league average quarterback play that they're making some kind of run, whether it be to the divisional or to the conference. But they can make a run, assuming matchups.
1: I like league average is not what I would describe Joe Flacco and DTR, (laughs) to be honest. That's fair. So that's my issue here.
0: That's fair. That's fair. So three, I have the 49ers. Two, I project the Eagles to lose this game against the Chiefs, who are one.
1: Perfect. The Chiefs will reign supreme.
0: <laughs> but if, but if the Eagles lose or win this game, Alex will not know what to do next week.
1: I mean, I've already said that if the Eagles win, they are one next week.
0: No matter how they win.
1: No matter how they (laughs) win, I guess. Unless it's a big six to end the game. This guy. That gives them the win. I'll just put them up there. They will be won. Unfortunately, because they are frauds.
0: They are frauds, he says.
1: (laughs) Okay, so game predictions. So the week is almost done. And the recap for week 10. Angela went 5 and 8. We are missing Monday Night Football. That is happening in around, what, five hours from now, roughly. Um, so Angela is 5 and 8. I am 7 and 6. We are on opposite ends of the, the Monday Night Football. The line has actually swifted a bit uh, in, what, Is it in your favor? Yeah, it's in your favor because the Eagles are now just two and a half point favorites and you took them at plus three. Uh, No, the Eagles are two and a half point underdogs and you took them at plus three. So, small swift in your hand. Overall records, I am 69-92-1, 43% win ratio. And you are 82-79-1, 51% win ratio.
0: So wait a minute, you're telling me you're telling me right now that if I got every single game wrong in a week you would not be able to catch me.
1: Depends on the week. Next week probably could. Because it depends on the bias. If everything was healthy, I could,
0: yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, week what's 12? Are we going into week 12 already? Seems like it. Week 12, and we have the Thanksgiving games. How excited oh. are you for three football games on Thursday and one on Friday?
0: The one on Friday... So, obviously, you don't live in America. Is Black Friday... A huge thing for you guys like is there a huge shopping day and a lot of sales post thanksgiving do you even celebrate thanksgiving like how how is th- this holiday because obviously i've been in america my whole life this is like a no-brainer holiday what is this like in your area
1: it's nothing really. we have no celebration here uh there's no thanksgiving on anything of sorts uh our holidays aren't until like the week after. So, like, we have two holidays on December. That's the closest that we have. Uh, it's not even anything Thanksgiving related. We don't celebrate anything of sorts here. We do have plenty of Black Friday. Uh, like, the, the Black Friday deals have started back in, like, the beginning of November. So, that's just perfect. <laughs> Instead of just being the Black Friday period, it's not the Black Week or the Black Month or the Black... They are just extending this. And so eventually, it will be the black year. It's just like the year of Black Friday. But yeah, we do have plenty of promos and so on and so forth regarding Black Friday. We have a few, I believe it happened a few years ago prior to COVID. Um, we had, for example, stores opening up around midnight with promos that were really nothing to write home about. Uh, but, yeah, people just went nuts, and we have all of that in here as well. The Black Friday so, things. We have so, nothing Thanksgiving. I
0: worked I worked at a store where I actually – it was like a furniture, electronics, appliances store. So it had televisions. It had whatever – basically, if you need to furnish a house, this store could furnish your house. Okay. And um, so I got to – I used to work every Black Friday. I actually haven't worked a Black Friday in a few years now because I'm off on Fridays. But the um I got to see the cost and the um like what we bought things for and interesting enough and I was told this quote um by a manager and I think it's actually a very good quote if you're shopping on Black Friday which it which was we don't put anything on sale that we don't want to get rid of on Black Friday.
1: Yeah. That, that makes sense
0: so it it got to the point where the company would bulk buy, so there are televisions that they make specifically for different stores for black friday with usually with cheaper parts.
1: Yes, I've heard of that as well yeah.
0: so if the if it's being advertised as a Black Friday deal, usually either that product was bought in bulk prior to. Black Friday or it's something they want to get rid of they have a bunch of it already naturally and they want to get rid of it so I'm not sure if if the Black Friday I think Black Friday deals for the most part are a hoax honestly I'm just gonna say that
1: I mostly agree I've I've managed to find like one or two good deals from time to time like on Amazon for example yeah but on physical stores I think it's just it's nuts why people do what they do for basically nothing. We have something here uh, in Portugal, which is which is basically like a fact checking program. A uh, few of our like big networks have it here. Uh, the ones that every single Portuguese household has, and one of them dove, in, uh, dove into a, a small scandal. Not really a scandal, but. A small issue that arrived from a, that arise from a client uh, in one of our big like TV, uh, like every single thing, electronic stuff uh, type of, type of store here, um, that basically he was reporting that a television had basically what I believe it either doubled or increased like a thousand, a thousand euros in like. One day from one day to another, it was obviously to reduce it for Black Friday, I'm pretty sure. Um, But yeah, they are already starting to do those types of things here. And that's mostly what you see when you go to those physical stores. I believe the store like response to that was that it was due to the demand, like the television had so much demand in like that one day or one week or something uh, that they basically doubled the price of the television, which is just asinine when you start to think about it. But yeah, yeah. No, physical stores—it's just like it's a scam. There's nothing really there that you can make any sort of profit on, or make any sort of like saving on. So yeah, mostly Black, uh, mostly Amazon stuff. It's what I I tend to go when I buy anything. I think my last Black, actually Black Friday, uh, buy was like a random Funko Pop. <laughs> When I went to a store that had them at like fifty percent off, okay okay, this one is is worth it.
0: the last like thing I remember i remember the I remember two times going out and shopping on Black Friday, and one when I was in my teens and another one was when I was in like my early twenties, and I remember going to Meyer and waiting in line. And um, this was when the Xbox 360 and the PS3 uh, were either just coming out or they they had been out a year. And I remember, because I went on in the PS3 line, and there was no one in the PS3 line, but the Xbox line was to the, like, front of the door. <laughs> <laughs> so I was the only one. I was like, oh, yeah, just give me a PS3. Anyway, and the other one was... Um, a television in my apartment my first apartment at the time and I stayed up and in line got the TV and then I went to work and worked an 8 hour shift without gaining any sleep <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun day Yeah,
1: that seems like a fun day <laughs> yeah I tend to just because the thing is like usually the quote unquote like Friday promos they just, like, they tend to <laughs> to stay around for quite a while. So why just rush to go for Black Friday when you can just probably wait a few days and the things are probably still in promo by, like, middle of the week after? So just kind of seems pointless, to be That's honest.
0: Fair. All right. Anyway, we need to get to these games.
1: I do say that I'm thankful for more games in my life. <laughs> More Thursday games, more Friday games. That's perfect.
0: Yeah, Was well, that like easier football. for you?
1: Yeah, because for example, the the Friday game uh, starts at like around eight PM here, so pretty solid starting time. Doesn't uh, means that I won't have to stay up until super late to watch, and I get like the first Thanksgiving game. I basically just uh, have le- uh, when the game starts I would have leave I would be leaving work because it's the day that I go to the office. And five five thirty PM it's the time that I get off of the office. Mm-hmm. Five thirty PM it's the game starting. So I get to watch it as soon as I get out. And then nine thirty PM it's also a good time, which was the second Thanksgiving game. So all pretty good times for me.
0: There are a lot of pick'em games this week, I'm noticing.
1: Yeah, a few big spreads as well.
0: Yeah. It's gonna be a fun week. Alright, you wanna start yeah. us off or you want me to start us off?
1: Uh I can go first, I guess. So start us off for Thanksgiving. First game of the Thanksgiving slate. As usually, are the Lions. The Lions playing at home. Getting the Green Bay Packers. The Lions are seven and a half point favorites. The over under is forty-seven. And uh Lions did fail to cover this versus the Bears. Divisional matchup versus the Bears. And now they got the Packers at home as well. Ooh, tough spot here. Packers playing better. Uh, if it was seven or under seven, I would pick the Lions. But that half, I'm taking the Packers to start here. Let's get bold. Packers plus seven and a half.
0: That's not a bold pick, but give me the Lions.
1: I mean, it is because the team is pretty bad. Honestly,
0: this line should be closer (laughs) considering how the Packers and the Lions just played.
1: I guess, but like.
0: But I have. The
1: Lions on paper are a much better team.
0: Yes, I agree with that. So give me the Lions.
1: Yeah, but short week, divisional matchup, 7.5, I think it's quite a bit. So It is. It is give me those.
0: Okay. So, Washington Commanders at Dallas Cowboys. What I have next this is a pretty big spread. It's an 11-point spread in favor of the Cowboys. That Commander's defense is awful, and Dallas apparently is able to exploit bad defenses, so give me the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, initially... I have um, the Commanders plus 11. But, I mean, if there's one thing that we learned from Dallas is that they can beat up on bad defenses. And Washington is as bad of a defense as it comes. Uh, So I'm kind of stuck between two logics. The one is the first that I used Mm -hmm. for the Packers-Lions. It's still a divisional matchup. Uh, 11 is a lot of points on a short week for the Cowboys. Cowboys on Thanksgiving just has that nice feel, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, so I guess I'm going to go with you and take Dallas minus 11. Okay. (laughs) Oh,
0: my god.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Nice way to finish my Thursday, (laughs) I guess. You know where I'm going. The San Francisco 49ers (laughs) at the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks are seven-point underdogs. The over/under is 43 and a half, and Seahawks are probably without Ken- or most likely without uh, Kenneth Walker. He has an oblique injury uh, that was called legit by Pete Carroll, so I'm guessing he's gonna be put on season-ending IR by like next week. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> That's just the Pete way car- That's the Pete Carroll way, so. Oh no. We we still don't have uh I I still don't think we have full updates on Gino Smith. I'm guessing you will play because he did play the last drive versus the versus the Rams. But I think that's not a 100 percent guarantee yet. That said, I guess I'll just pick with my art again and I'll take Seattle plus seven. Last week it worked. I said your side was the right one, but apparently we we lost the game by two if not mistaken. And I had plus two and a half? Or we lost by one, something like that. We lost by two, yeah.
0: You're about to get sacrificed. Oh I am. <laughs> Give me the forty ers
1: Seven is a lot of points.
0: Not for the forty ers
1: We shall see, we shall see. If the Seahawks win, I think they are leading the division.
0: Give me the winners. Okay. Next, <laughs> the Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. Miami is favored by nine and a half points. And Tim Boyle, starting quarterback just 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 give me the dolphins this this is going this this could potentially be very ugly so this is either going to be like a, once again a 7 point game or they're going to they, this game's going to go over by halftime so i'll take the chance that it's over by halftime and give me the dolphins
1: initially that's what i thought as well but
0: don't you dare say last that.
1: week Last week versus the versus the Raiders also seemed like an easy game. Raiders have a much worse defense than the Jets. and it was a close game in the end. The Dolphins did not cover that game. that was 11, I believe. They were an 11 point favorite. Now versus the Jets, it's a divisional matchup. The Jets have a pretty good defense. Uh, I mean, the backup QB coming out of nowhere maybe can give him some sort of, like, surprise factor. <laughs> I'm really struggling, but I do think that the defense is good enough to the point in which 9.5 a half—it's probably a tad much.
0: All he has and... to do is just give it to Brees or give it to Garrett Wilson. So,
1: so um... But I, I'm, I'm almost saying Jets plus nine and a half. But then I'm remembering that all of this was my rationale last week. And they lost by 20. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, that said, I guess. A broken clock can be right twice a day. Isn't it the same? <laughs> Give me the Jets plus nine and a half. Okay, next up, for me, we go into the Sunday slate. And to start us off, we have a banger here. It's the New England Patriots at the New York Football Giants. Oh, boy, this is going to be a fun one. Uh, The Patriots are three and a half point favorites away. (laughs) Over-under, I don't think I've seen a lower over-under all year. But the over-under is 33 and a half. That's just...
0: Wow. That's a bad game. That's a bad game is what that is.
1: Oh, yeah. Patriots, I don't think they've announced their starting QB yet.
0: The sad part is I might take the under on that.
1: (laughs) Probably. But I guess we would have taken the under as well for the commanders. And that game went...
0: The Commanders has, a, has an offense and no defense. Where's the offense on this team? I'm yeah, there. that's
1: true. I guess DeVito can play lights out again. Maybe that helps. <laughs> okay. Uh, Patriots have not announced their starting QB. McDaniels has said that Bill is the one who will make the decision. Uh, Josh McDaniels. Uh, Wait, Josh McDaniels Bill... is back? Oh no, Oh, my bad. Uh Bill O'Brien. Okay. I'm just confusing those names. They're all of this. They're all the same guy, to be honest. They're just different strokes for different folks. Okay. Um So yeah, uh no clue who will be the starting QB for the Patriots. For the Giants, it's probably gonna be Tommy DeVito again. I don't think Tyra Taylor is gonna be back. Um so that said, I guess Give me the underdog. Give me the Giants plus three and a half because I don't think the Patriots can cover this number. Anyway, like they might win, but I'm not sure if they can win to give me more than three points right now.
0: I agree with you, but I gotta go. I gotta go with the, the Alex is usually wrong sixty percent of the time. So give me the Patriots.
1: Didn't work great for you.
0: It's worked great for me ten of eleven weeks, So it's okay. Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> now, now you get to call this game. Have <laughs> fun, buddy.
0: Have oh. fun. The Pittsburgh Steelers against the Cincinnati Bengals, which is basically a pick'em. The Steelers are favored by one. Oh. Second
1: lowest. Over-under on the week, I believe.
0: That uh, Second lowest I've ever seen, too. (laughs) Oh.
1: (laughs) We have another barn burner down there. Don't worry. There's another great over-under game.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Give me the Bengals plus one. Screw it. Uh,
1: That's out of pride.
0: That is out of pride. That is out of only pride. And hate and disdain.
1: Jesus Christ. Can the Steelers win this game?
0: The fact that you're asking that is really sad.
1: Yeah. This is this is for sure going to be a 6-3 game, isn't it?
0: This is going to be a bad game, dude. This is going to be a really bad game.
1: Oh. Cincinnati at home. So if it wasn't a neutral field, uh, Cincinnati would be what
0: three point under?
1: under? Yeah, yeah, underdogs. I think that's the Steelers are three point better than the Jake Browning led Cincinnati (laughs) Bengals.
0: Listen, Jake Browning is the problem, but we still have Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins might be back. That's gotta yeah, be give worse.
1: me Cincinnati plus one.
0: <laughs> that's got I'm gonna say that's gotta be worth something, right? That's gotta be worth something. Something.
1: I can't I cannot trust Matt Canada and <laughs> yeah. Bigot <K-Bickett> and whatever <laughs> is happening there. Like the dude throws for 100 yards a game. I cannot just
0: Maybe we'll do what the Browns did on the first drive and just like do a bunch of screen passes to Jamar Chase and T Higgins and that's worth a touchdown and that gets you that gets you at least a half. That gets you at least through the half with the lead.
1: I mean you just need to get to 13 points to win. Come on.
0: P- pretty much.
1: <laughs> it's not that much of a hask. Okay, so yeah, I'm on Cincinnati with you. Cincinnati plus one.
0: Alright. You're next.
1: Okay, next up another divisional matchup. Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans oh. over under is 48 and a half. Is that the highest of the week? It's tied for highest, I think.
0: Highest. Yeah. With the, yeah.
1: With the, the commanders. commanders. Yeah. So, Houston. No matchup. They beat the Jags the first time, didn't they? Wasn't that like a route of a game? Texans Jaguars. I think that was a round of game. Yeah, back on week three, if not mistaken. They beat them thirty-seven to seventeen. Who? The the, the Texans beat the Jacks. Thirty-seven They're still to seventeen. Not favored. <laughs> they are a one-point underdog. Lovely. <laughs> um with that said Can I trust Houston in this big spot? This is... If they win, they lead the division.
0: Yeah.
1: I trust the Texans here. Oh, this one is very tough. Oh, my God. I guess I will go against the frauds. Give me Texans plus one. That's
0: okay, I'm sticking with the Jaguars. Till the wheels fall off.
1: <laughs> they might be falling off pretty quickly. Let me tell you that. <laughs> okay, next up.
0: Oh man.
1: Great game. Just great games Tam- all around.
0: Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Indianapolis Colts is what I have next. Yeah, same. Two and a half point favorites are the Colts. Give me the Buccaneers. Give me the Buccaneers.
1: I'm going to go against you here. I think this is
0: this not the lowest rated game of the week. Go on. Sorry.
1: Uh, I think I'm going to go against you here. Give me the Colts minus two and a half. Colts are rested. I mean, if, the... nice
0: if you have the same game next that I do, that should be the lowest point total game.
1: Yeah, I think I have. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Colts out of a bye. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense just got pretty hammered by the Niners. I think they'll be reeling. And I think the Colts will come out swinging and give me the Colts minus two and a half. And they will be one game, or is it? No, they will be two games behind the division. Okay, next up for me, it's. The Carolina Panthers and Bryce Young at the Tennessee Titans and the Mayo Man.
0: Yep, that's it.
1: Over under 37 points. And the tech the Titans are four point favorites. Yeah. This is the movable force <laughs> meets the stoppable object.
0: Very much so, yes, yes. Go on. <laughs> Um,
1: the Panthers are just bloody awful, but I don't think i can I can pick the Titans to cover anything more than a plus one um, so yeah, give me the Panthers plus four. I'll just take the points.
0: I'm sticking with the Mayo man. Give me the Titans
1: to be frank, if there's any game in which... Derek Henry can get like right. It's this one because I mean the Panthers managed to get Tony Pollard getting right, going right, so.
0: You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> this is a pretty bad rush defense.
1: It's I believe it's the worst, if I'm not mistaken. Or uh, they're at least tied with the, the Broncos.
0: Oh yeah! I get to make a call on this one! Saints! Falcons! Saints favored by one. Desmond Ritter starting quarterback. Give me the Saints with Desmond Ritter starting. Pick him. I mean, you might have a
1: point here because Derek Carr is still on concussion protocol. So I'm not sure if he will play this week. week. And if he doesn't, then you have great chances, to be honest.
0: Pick Desmond Ritter.
1: I will give me Desmond Rader and the, the Atlanta Falcons.
0: Let's go! They're gonna hurt you again.
1: Yeah, I'm ready to get hurt. I just don't trust Jameis Winston to have a turnover-free game, and if it is Derek Carr, then he's pretty bummed up as well. So yeah, give me the Falcons plus one. I'm still gonna pick the Falcons to win the division.
0: It's the Saints.
1: I doubt it. <laughs> okay, next up the third lowest highest uh, over under game of the week this is lower than the Panthers Titans. It's the Cleveland Browns at the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos are in a four game winning streak right now. Over under is 35 and a half. Broncos had a home. Out of a big win on Sunday night for the Paul versus the Vikings, Ah, Browns starting DTR or Joe Flacco right now. That seems to be up in the air. And this is another pretty tough game for me. Mm. Give me me the Broncos. Minus two and a half.
0: Alright. Give me the Browns. I
1: think they're playing better. I think they can win this 10-7. They can win
0: this 10-7. <laughs> this guy. This
1: is the confidence that I have in these teams. Can we just make a quick timeout to talk about how terrible the, the NFL product has been this year? Like, there's some games who are just Despicable. But yet we just sit there the whole Sunday watching these games. I'm sitting there watching Jets Buffalo Bills. I'm sitting there watching Josh Dobbs (laughs) running for his life versus the Broncos. I'm just sitting there watching all of this and hitting it with a green, I guess. (laughs) Just terrible pro this year. Yeah. Just watching like the the Texans not scoring a single point for like three quarters. I don't know, man. I've, this feels like the worst the league has been in quite a while.
0: But the ratings saving, are still honestly, high. I think they're saving their flexes for like closer to playoff time, so they can get the games that matter on prime time.
1: I mean, it's the only reason that I can see. I mean, not flexing out. The Jets, Raiders, and, uh-huh. uh, and uh, I don't know, last week, the Minnesota Vikings, Denver Broncos. Those are mind-boggling decisions. Like, we got the back-to-back games of the Jets in the prime time. Like, how is n- that not flexed? <sighs> okay. Back to it.
0: Next game uh, is basically a pick'em: L.A. Rams at Arizona Cardinals. L.A. Rams favored by one. You know, the Rams just keep finding ways to win. Just give me the Rams. You are, you are
1: correct. They do. I do think that the Cardinals should have won the Texans game. They got pretty hosed by some of those calls versus them. They did. So yeah. I think I'm going Arizona. Arizona plus one. They seem to at least be playing decently with well. Kyler. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, give me the Cardinals plus one. I think this team this team has juice in them. Okay. Mm. Next up. The Kansas City Chiefs at the Las Vegas Raiders. Over under forty four points and the Chiefs are nine and a half point favorites. Chiefs come out of a short week because they play the Eagles today. Um, Raiders played Sunday, so no issues there. And the Raiders sort of always play the Chiefs hard. So I'm just going to take the Raiders again. Plus nine and a half. I took them last week versus the, the Dolphins. I thought it was a lot of points for a team with some... Great in them and some will to win, and it was doing the same thing here. Just rationale. I think they the Chiefs come out of a big emotional game today. They have a shorter week, less rest, and they have to go face a divisional matchup. Give me the Raiders plus nine and a half.
0: Give me the Chiefs, then I don't feel good about this week right now. (laughs) i really don't
1: the comeback is on (laughs) you're making some really
0: good bets (laughs) i'm not gonna lie (laughs) all right all right buffalo bills at philadelphia eagles philadelphia eagles favored by three and a half points yeah i'm not i'm not picking josh allen in a in a game against a good team give me the eagles Go on, go on. I know you want to. No, that's why I picked the Eagles. I left Uh, the door open. Come on, man.
1: I cannot. I'll take Philadelphia as well. Okay. (laughs) I would like this number at three much better than three and a half. Um, but yeah, I cannot trust the Bills here. Plus three and a half. I just I don't think they are fixed one hundred percent. I think Allen will still be turnover prone. So, I mean, if they play well versus the Eagles and they win the game, and I'm proven wrong here, they definitely definitely turn the page, then sure, I'll put them pretty high in my power rankings because they beat the frauds. But I cannot trust it right now. So give me the Eagles minus three and a half. Oh, no. (laughs) Go on, Angelo. No, oh, no, it's me, it's me. I you! Yeah. Oh. So, the Baltimore Ravens at the LA Chargers prime time slot.
0: When's their buy? When's the Chargers buy? When do I get a break from this? They,
1: they had them already. It was oh, week no. five, it was like the first buy. Oh, no. So, yeah, you're stuck with that for a while. Uh, Loki, I did want to take the Chargers here, because they are Underdogs and it is uh-huh. four points, uh-huh. which is pretty big. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm just I just know whatever can go wrong, Will, with the Chargers, isn't it? Oh. Can they turn this around versus the Ravens? Oh. And not just completely lose. Oh. This feels like the one slot in which you can pick the Chargers. I'm not Uh gonna lie. Uh Because it is more than a field goal.
0: Uh Uh Uh-huh.
1: Give me the Chargers. Plus four.
0: He did it! i did three. I don't have to do it! Angela is free! (laughs) Give me the Ravens! No! Oh yes, yes. Ooh.
1: <laughs> Master they gave Angelo a sock.
0: Angelo is free. <laughs> I don't have to be victimized by the chargers it's your turn.
1: I just think it's more than three, so I'll take the plus four because they okay, they either yeah, lose sure. by three. <laughs>
0: yeah, sure, okay, buddy. Whatever you need to do.
1: Oh, okay. Go for it now. Last game of the week.
0: Oh the Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings are favored by three and a half. Is Justin Jefferson ever going to play?
1: I believe he said uh, last week that he didn't think that he had, like, the 100% of his abilities back and that he never had one hamstring uh Injury like that, like the one that he's currently having. So yeah. I think he is not back 100% healthy, and he and the team have both said that they want him back 100%. So I'm not sure if he plays this week. Certainly, being a Monday night football game gives him a bit more time to come back. So I wouldn't be shocked if he's back this week.
0: Give me the Bears three and a half.
1: Oh, buddy i cannot i just I know
0: cannot.
1: how this game will go i know the vikings will score late justin fields will have a ball yeah, they're like he's gonna be down two three points and he has the ball to start a, a, a comeback and he will turn the ball over and that will be a score by the vikings defense <laughs> i've seen this movie happen plenty of times i've tried to warn you You don't take the Bears here in this spot. Give me the Minnesota Vikings minus three and a half. Bears lose by, like, six. Out of, I don't know, (laughs) a safety? No, No, they, they lose by five because they get a safety late. That's it. Oh man well, that's the games all of them in the book that's the games. How many do we have this week
0: A lot a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot
1: How do we have uh must have must have got this wrong because it says that we have sixteen. Are there no buys this week? Yeah, I guess there's no buys this week. Okay, interesting. We have 16 games, so if you lose all of them and I win all of them, I'm going to be ahead, which is impossible because we have a few picks which are the same.
0: Well. Oh, man.
1: Another show in the books.
0: I feel very bad.
1: What about your pics?
0: (laughs) About these pictures.
1: (laughs) You might need to start and fade your strategy here.
0: Mm.
1: All right. Anything else you want to discuss?
0: Oh, no. Just everything sucks and.
1: Life is terrible.
0: Life is terrible, yeah, pretty much.
1: On Thursday, uh, we will have a guest discussing fantasy football with us. That has been confirmed yeah, as
0: of right now. Uh-huh.
1: So, stay and tuned, next
0: guys. week in fantasy, Alex will still be here for the regular football episode, but Austin will be filling in for Alex on the fantasy episode next week. What are you doing, Alex? It's going to be Austin. I'm going to have to deal with a Cowboys fan. A Cowboys fan, Alex?
1: I'm, I'm sorry. I would love nothing more than come in here and just cry about finally being eliminated from the playoffs in our main league. But I'm guessing that will have to happen the week after.
0: Yeah, you can't get eliminated. You cannot get eliminated the week you're not there. You Tell can, that it cannot to my team. It cannot Tell that happen. to my
1: team. Those guys are a bunch <laughs> of chokers.
0: You are the living embodiment of the Chargers.
1: Yes, that is true. Or the Cowboys, one of them. The Cowboys maybe, actually maybe win when they're mix.
0: expected to win.
1: Yeah, they, they win versus the bad teams, which I don't. So, yeah, it's definitely the Chargers, I guess. It's
0: definitely the Chargers. It's definitely the Chargers. Yeah. So, if you've gotten this far, thank you guys so much. Alex is there and... with the outro. Burrow is down. I'm I'm just I'm, I'm gonna go cry in a corner. So i see ya.
1: <laughs> and yeah, uh, if you're listening on the podcast app and if you're listening on Spotify, just leave us a five star review, please. Uh only five stars. We don't want anything less than that because we have standards here. And <laughs> and also don't forget to just turn the auto downloads on as well. That's pretty helpful for us as well. And if you're watching on YouTube, just subscribe, leave a a like, turn notifications on, leave a comment as well. And as always, guys, see you Thursday for the fantasy show. Bye.